Welcome back to Apologetics for Tweens. I'm Tom Griffin. Today we're going to touch on a topic regarding the concept and theories of time. Time is kind of interesting, at least in my opinion, and it's worth further exploration. So let's frame this with the question, what is time? Let's pray. Lord, thank you for all your blessings. I pray that all those who need to hear this message will find the truth, believe in you, and maintain that belief for life. Please bless this lesson and help us to understand what we should know about this topic. Amen. Let's start with a fundamental question. What is time? Have you ever really thought about it? Is it an actual thing or a human concept? I would say the easiest way to explain time is that it is how humans track events and movement. Before the universe began, there was no time because nothing was moving or changing. In Genesis chapter 1, God helped humans to realize an understanding of time through the cycles of the sun and moon that developed weather patterns and seasons. And according to archaeology, the Babylonians and Egyptians began to track time about 5,000 years ago and developed calendars to track when to plant and harvest and to conduct commerce, such as when something needed to be shipped and arrived. Egyptians are credited with dividing time into 12-hour segments of daylight and night and using a sundial, which tracked the shadow on the sundial throughout the day. During the Middle Ages, pendulums were designed that were more accurate, and eventually the atomic clocks were invented that we use now. There's something very interesting about time. It seems to be one way, always moving forward. We cannot go back and do not have the ability to see time in the future and instead are always in a present moment. The current way we envision time is not the only one that scientists envision, however. There are two basic theories of time, an A and a B theory of time. A theory of time is how most people view time always going forward. We're always in the present, we have some memories of the past, and we know little about the future. The B theory of time was introduced by some theoretical physicists in the mid-1900s, and it's the idea that time is an illusion and that the past, present, and future are all in one simultaneously. This idea comes from Einstein's theory of relativity related to time, where time slows down as we approach the speed of light. I believe this theory has more to do with an attempt to remove the need for time to have a beginning and for the universe to have a beginning and therefore require a cause, which, as we have discussed, points to God as the cause of the universe and the beginning of time. So it's worth a short podcast, at least, to make you aware of it. Perhaps we might say that in God's time, it does include the past, present, and future all simultaneously. He was before time and is eternal. In that sense, in that sense, perhaps God is in the B theory of time, or at least was prior to creation. Let's look at a couple examples of God's time. God knows the past, present, and future in a simultaneous instant, even before he created. 
God knows everything about the future before he created it. And that's how he anticipates our thoughts and actions and places circumstances in our path that influence our free will decisions, but also accomplishes his plans for the world and every individual. God hears our prayers as we make them, but actually knew of them before he created anything. By hearing them before creation, he's able to answer them as he feels appropriate and put his response in the timeline that he feels correct. It's not like he's hearing our prayer now and then immediately responds to something. But perhaps his response required other things that had to be in place before we even prayed. God knows what our choices and decisions will be, but also what they will not be. God knows what it will take for us to believe and be saved if, in fact, we are one who will believe. God knows what circumstances will not accomplish that for a believer and what circumstances will accomplish that for those who will believe. So for each person, he has a special plan and continually seeks us until we seek him back and eventually find him, then make a decision, hopefully, to believe in him. Let's briefly touch on one of my favorite subjects, time travel. I love watching science fiction movies, and especially those about time travel. It's a fascinating concept for me. Let's look at a couple aspects of this pertaining to travel in the past, travel in the future, and how time is affected according to Einstein's theory of relativity. Can we travel into the future? Well, of course, I don't not know. I do not know. We can't currently, but capably, I don't know. One theory by some scientists is that at the center of every galaxy is a black hole. A black hole is a theory, not fully proven, that contains some uh, such intense gravity that light cannot even escape from it. So any object traveling near the black hole will encounter the effects of time slowing down. Some theories say that a black hole is a tunnel to another part of the universe, and that it could take us there near instantaneously through trillions of light years of space. This is sometimes referred to as a wormhole. This, of course, is also unproven, but it's a common theme in some science fiction movies. It's the idea that if space is represented by a flat surface, say a piece of paper, that you can fold the paper over on itself, and that a wormhole connecting the overlap could allow you to travel an immense distance in seemingly no time at all. As far as whether we can travel in a spaceship or some type of transport mechanism to other parts of the universe, currently the limitations are such that unless we even theoretically come up with some new type of travel, like a Star Trek warp system, warp drive, or a, a transporter mechanism instantaneously, we're never even going get, to get out of our own solar system. Remember that the Voyager craft launched in the 70s, traveling at 25,000 miles per hour, and only reached Neptune a few years ago. The problem is that a new type of fuel or genius drive mechanism needs to be developed. Currently, there's not enough power to make a vehicle travel faster, and the bigger you build the vehicle to carry more power to travel faster, 
the faster you need it to be because of the larger size. So as of now, this type of travel is kind of pie in the sky, but potentially feasible if a new power source or transport mechanism was invented. Science, scientists do not have one yet. What about travel into the past? The big problem with this is that it creates what is called a paradox. A paradox is something that may seem absurd on the surface, but could possibly be proven true over time. Here's the issue. I call it the grandfather problem. Suppose today I travel into the past in my time machine to the time of my grandfather, which would be the late 1800s. But somehow my actions cause some kind of accident when I meet him or get close to him and it causes his death. But then my father or mother would never be born and that means I would never be born. But if I'm never born, how could I get to today in order to travel into the past? Some say that maybe it would create a rip in space-time and cause some kind of catastrophe. Some say that I would disappear at the moment my grandfather passes. Some say that a new reality goes forward from that point, and I now exist in that time period, and my other self that traveled back in time will never be born and exist. I moved myself into the past and cannot return to the future. Interesting concepts to ponder. It has nothing to do with religion or salvation or Jesus or the Bible, but maybe it was an interesting diversion to consider. What do you think? Take care until next time.